Public health crisis. This is not Gilead. This is not The Handmaid's Tale. This is not a book. This is not a TV show. This is America. This is our reality. This is our reality. Access to reproductive care is under attack. Denying access to safe, legal abortion care is dangerous and deadly. Banning abortion is not going to stop abortion. Banning abortions will only stop safe, legal abortions. Access to safe and legal abortion is a constitutional right. One in five women in America have been to Planned Parenthood for health care. One in four women in America will have an abortion during her lifetime. Yet 19 million people in the United States live in reproductive health deserts. They're forced to travel more than an hour for a safe and legal abortion. 90% of counties across the nation lack a provider of abortion care. Six states in the United States are now down to one abortion clinic. Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, North Dakota, South Dakota, and West Virginia. One clinic in the entire state providing access to safe and legal abortion. Ohio, Mississippi, Louisiana, Kentucky, and Georgia have all passed bans on abortion at six weeks before many women know they are even pregnant. Abortion must be safe, legal, and accessible. When we start restricting access to abortion, our country takes one step closer to Gilead. And we cannot let that happen. We cannot let that happen. Reproductive health care is health care. Abortion care is health care. Abortion care is health care. Women's health care. Women's health care. Women's health care is health care. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Canna Queen and MJ. This is how we're going to start the shows from now on. We um, are going to start the shows bringing awareness to what is actually going on in this world. And if you're not paying attention or if you don't think that this is a problem, I mean, like, clearly you're not paying attention if you don't think this is a problem, like, clearly. Um, All of those states that were mentioned in that clip, um, I want to say all of them had trigger laws in effect. So the second that uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned, their laws either started to be implemented and it just it's a timing. It's about time or they were immediately implemented. And those abortion clinics were shut down. And I want to say this, too, that we call them abortion clinics. They provide abortions. They're not clinics for abortion. Women can go there. Men can go there for reproductive health care. And, and now and, and this is a problem. You know, there's no education. There's no access to safe education for, you know, preventatives even. You know, that is uh, we, we've had shows about reproductive health women's reproductive health, men's reproductive health. And, uh, you know, it's not just, it's not just one, you know, about the sexual organs guys. Yeah. 
Let's just uh, real quick before I say the next thing I'm going to say, because this is the feature, not the flaw. They, 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 they definitely are doing this on purpose, but it is about that time. You're about to get highly educated with the Canvas Closet podcast with Canna Queen and MJ. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject language or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts, their guests, and their subsidiaries. If you aren't sure, you can ask and we'll tell you, or you could just take a good look at our faces. They usually tell you before we do. Uh, it's time to get the session started. Thanks for rolling up and showing up, and we hope you enjoy the show. We do have an amazing guest today, but of course, we got to get our little banter out of the way. And what I was going to say is this is the feature, not the flaw. The next thing that's on the table for discussion is access to contraception. So like I, 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 you guys know I'm on, I'm on the TikToks, I'm on the clock app and I was watching one the other day. I did, I got banned again for illegal activities, which I was not doing, <sighs> whatever anyway, but I was watching a girl and she was like, generally speaking, I got to tell y'all stop getting on TikTok and crying and telling the world about your damn problems. I mean, generally speaking, I'm going to say that, but in this instance, um, this girl was on there. She was in tears. There's a couple instances where I say this is valid. Um, and it's when your life is in danger. Um, she was crying and, uh, and she uses, uh, I want to say an I, I, IUD. I want to say she uses an IUD. Um, it's the implant. She has an implant. Uh, she just kept calling them bars. Uh, so I, that's what I, that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the slang for that. Um, so anyways, she has to have this implant because, um, she can't take any other birth control and, um, she, her, she has a, a blood clot condition. She has a health condition that causes her blood to clot. And so this is the only thing that she can use. And if she gets pregnant, she is very susceptible to not living through that because her blood will start clotting. And so she had an appointment prior to this overturning of Roe v. Wade to get her old bar taken out and her new put in so that she can live like so she can live and they kept canceling her appointment and they kept canceling her appointment they said she can come in and take it out but they can't replace it and I think part of her condition is that she needs to be on that birth control in order to maintain her cycle in a way so that she doesn't get a lot of blood clotting. And so because it's old, she is continuing to have her cycle and she is in danger of something going terribly wrong. And so when we say to we know that our audience is relatively open-minded and pretty progressive, progressively minded. I think that's why a lot of you follow us. Um, but this isn't just about abortion. This is not about abortion. People are like, well, people want to use it as a means of birth control. Okay. Well, in every system, somebody's going to take advantage of that system, but a majority of people use it correctly, except for America, where white men take advantage of the system full stop and don't share their toys with anybody. Aside from that, you know, when we talk about people using um, 
getting funds to buy groceries and to pay their rent and et cetera, um, because they can't afford it either on their wages or um, with the size of their family, or maybe there's a disability. Who gives a fuck? It's not your fucking business. It's there to help everybody. If you need it, it'll be there to help you too. Um, uh, Unless they keep taking away from it, which it's not going to be there at all. But Everybody takes, not everybody, but somebody is out there to take advantage of all the systems that they could take advantage of. I read somewhere once that somebody famous, I don't want to name names because I don't remember who it was. I do know that it was a hip hop artist uh, that I I read this story that uh, he had gotten a letter from the uh, social services to come pick up his check and they were paying him and he was making like millions of dollars, but he wanted to see if this was like real, if they were really going to give him the money. I don't think he was trying to scam the system. I'm gonna be honest. He was trying to see what's the fuck, what's the fuck, you know, the point is not everybody's going to use the system the way it's intended to be used. Yeah. That's none of your fucking business. A majority of people who need it are going to use it responsibly and in the appropriate way and again it's not your fucking business there are women out there that listen uh problematic pregnancies that cannot be carried to full term are marked in your record as abortions there's no there's no differentiating between a miscarriage that had to be medically removed and an abortion from a young girl who is not ready to be a mother or who was taken advantage of, or there's no, there's no, there's no. It's like saying cannabis and marijuana are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to start on such a heavy (laughs) note, but uh, we, we, we have uteruses. (laughs) It's not a conversation that's going away. It's not our, our reproductive health is still here. Uh, you know, and, um, and this is, you know, I think it is kind of, uh, you know, important. We're going to be speaking with our guests, uh, you know, about, uh, these issues and the issues that, uh, you know, they faced going into, uh, you know, employment as a, you know, like, uh, I'm excited uh, about our guests today because uh, I've been dying to talk about this. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, so we can, uh, we can dive full in, yeah. we can, uh, you know, but again, everyone that tunes into us, you know, we're going to speak our minds and very heavily about this. We are uh, obviously women owned, operated, ran and not, yeah. not any. <laughs> I mean, this, I, this may be a canvas show, but let make no mistake. This is totally on brand for us. Yeah. I did want to talk about something personal uh, because I feel like transparency is really important to me with our audience. So, and, and a lot of our audience is women. Um, and men who love women. And so uh, I, as I've said on this show a couple of times since the, since Roe v. Wade was being discussed, was since it was being discussed that they were thinking about, like the draft proposal came out. Draft. Uh, And I said that this, this specifically does not directly affect me. For several reasons, I uh, I got 
I got fixed, if you will. I know that's crass, right? But I, <laughs> I didn't get a tube ligation. I got another procedure done where I can't have children. And I did that when I was in my 30s. Um, I have continued since my 30s being very healthy. Otherwise, um, like I, I was a re regular periods and things like that. Guys, we're talking about periods. Sorry. Um, not sorry. Not sorry. And then I turned 45 this year. Um, and I've noticed this year, I, I, I do still have the tracking app. I still have it. Uh, I'm about to get rid of it because I'm about to not need it anymore. But also we talked about the other day, how, how we should, uh, find a better way because we still want to know, but we, we are going to have to track it the old fashioned way and, and more secretly, but I have it because I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I mean, maybe maybe it's dangerous for me to still have it too. But like, like, I'm I am incapable of having a child, and my uterus is in the process of malfunctioning as we speak. Like, fucking, she has gone completely off the wall haywire. And for the last, I guess, three or four years, I I sweat at night sometimes. So I knew that this was happening. I knew it was coming. And we've had a conversation a couple times where I've had a couple months where there's like uh, it happens and then I get a week off and then it happens again. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Well, this is yeah. what the fuck. Yeah. This is what the so fuck. Perry, uh, yo, Perry, Perry, I'm transitioning into my next level and my next journey and my next mission. She said, have fun. Thanks. She said, have fun. I want to say about this, that I am so grateful for the women in my life because I have women who are younger, who are about to learn a lot from me. Um, but also I have older women in my life who have already are, are in the process of going through this or have already been through it and made it to their next journey, uh, which is dun, da, da, da. Um, and, and I've gotten, so, I know I've gotten so much good information about it. Um, but it just happened to me that, it, and it, it is in the process of happening to me. We are in day 15 right now. And it's nothing like to get excited about. When I say day 15, I don't mean like we're like, we're, there's nothing happening. It's just, I did there. Right. Does that make sense? It probably makes more sense to the women than it does to the men. Yeah. Uh, there's, no, there's no active, uh, there's no active like uh, flow, if you will, but it's there. So fucking 15 days. I'm like, what, what? what uh and sometimes you feel really crazy thank you kelly i'm not i'm not gonna take hormones i'm gonna use natural stuff so my best friend um works with natural medicine and she gave me a bunch of recommendations and i've been like drinking like moringa tea and um i've been loading up on maca root and i have like all these different like tinctures and stuff and my little pill box is vitamins. It, there's like zero pharmaceutical anything in there. And I also heard that even the hormone creams, if you put them in, like if you rub them into the wrong places where you have like a lot of glands uh, in those places, um, that they can cause cancer. So like, so like, why, why, why would it? No. So I'm not going to use any of those. I'm going to go to natural, but that crazy part. I got I like I I'm literally there I have a reason to be angry at the world right now. I do. We do. Absolutely. But also 
my level of anger feels out of control sometimes. And then I'll be, she could tell you, I'll be like mad one, one minute. And then like an hour later, I will come back on a chat and be laughing hysterically. Like it's, it, I feel like a crazy, insane person. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, okay. And so I feel like we should talk about this um on on a different show obviously we have a guest in our lobby today so we're not going to spend too much time on this but I feel like we should talk about this because we do have a lot of women who listen to the show who haven't made it here yet and um and and you know they used to banish us out to barns when we started bleeding and so like 15 days I gotta be in this fucking barn what no, like I'm, just, I'm not made. I'm not made for the past. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. I am not made for the past. Um, and yeah, it can be really problematic for some women. Um, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. Your hormones are a little going a little haywire. You can get that under control, and there are natural ways to do that too. Um, so we yeah, we won't totally have a show, bring back, uh, you know, some of our, you know, some of our women that women's are, health, you know, women's yeah. health uh, reproductive health uh, women and, you know, really get to, you know, talk about, uh, menopause and, uh, you know, and what happens before that? Because like, I literally, like there was one night there was what, what, when it's, when it happened, it's immediately what I thought I was like. When it, when it happened, I was like, oh, she's early. And then when it kept happening, that was my immediate thought is that this is, this is happening. Um, and then it, it didn't stop. (laughs) I was like, wait, what if something's really wrong with me? Because if you go to the internet sources, most of the sources will say nine to 12 days, which doesn't account for all women. Right. And so nobody tells you this. Nobody tells you, everybody prepares you to get your first period. Nobody prepares you for getting your last ones. They're like, oh, you got. Girl, portion of the population that doesn't even like to accept that we have a period. So, uh, you know, so why are we not talking about it? Oh, because, you know, it's taboo. It's not taboo though. We're, we got to talk know, about it. I, it's, it's, it's uh, I don't believe that. So. It's literally life. Like, uh, like, yeah. Like if, if it's not happening, if, if a woman is not menstruating, uh, on a normal cycle, then that is going to affect whether or not she's able to bring life into this world. Um, and, and, and again, as we started this show, that, should 1000 million infinity be her fucking choice but we don't focus on women's health the way we should and and more men and more men should know this because it is a part of life and some of y'all are gonna have daughters so <laughs> and that, and that, and that shouldn't be the only reason that you care about a women's reproductive health either. If you are having sex, you should know about the parts that go along with that. All of them. You're not fucking mature enough to have sex if you if you're not fucking mature enough to understand that these things fucking happen. The human body. If you don't if you cannot <laughs> accept the things the human body does then 
Look, we don't like it either, but like straight up, I've been I've been living with this for 30 years. 30 years of my life, this has been a regular thing. In sixth grade. I was 15. I was 11. Mm -hmm. And our young ladies are um, partially because of diets and the things that are put into our food. Um, a, a, a lot of our young ladies are, are starting their periods much earlier than that. So mm -hmm. have the conversation, understand men, you got to understand. Listen, hey, this is the thing, too, I want to say. Men, respectfully, you can ask questions. You can ask questions. We are not going to be offended if you ask, unless you're like just a, being a doof. But yeah, don't be an uh, asshole about it. Don't be gross about it. Don't be immature about it, right? But if you really want to have a conversation, you can ask questions, yeah. especially if there's somebody that you're intimate with. Educate you. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's somebody that you're intimate with or somebody that you trust and that you already have. Uh, deep conversations with. Mm -hmm. I always say, I want to know everything, but there's questions I won't ask because they're inappropriate to ask. Like I always use this example when we talk about um, my friends who are transgender, I will never ask questions about things that they physically are going through and things like that. But if they want to tell me, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen because it's something I'll never experience. And I want to understand other people's human experience. I want to understand it better because I can't be in that experience. Right. So I just, I think that's really important. With all of that said, I think that we can roll into our next segment. Uh, you know, we haven't done a why is Canna Queen mad segment, but I feel like we covered it. I, I mean, think I feel just like, like without being said, like we, we, I mean, Monday it was, uh, it was, yeah, we did. And so was, well, so was the previous Wednesday we had. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, yeah. Don't be afraid to ask questions and help your queen and vice versa. Same, like yes. if you are in a relationship with the opposite sex, it's really important to understand where they're coming from. I know I say this all the time that men are trash because they are, but also we love men. We love men who love us and who support us and who ally with us. And it's still really important to understand the human condition regardless. So love each other and take care of each other. And don't be afraid to ask questions about things that you could not possibly know anything about. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're teaching you in school this these things, and if they did, it was a, a, a smidgen of it, uh, you know. And so, yeah, of course, unless you're going to be, you know, you go do your due diligence. There are also books and, uh, you know, things like that out there. I've never understood how you can you can be so intimate with somebody but be afraid to pee in front of them. I mean, that's a preference too. But I, I I'm like you. Just we were just exchanging fluids and such <laughs> like you had your whole face you know what i'm saying and Girl. you can't that nah, peeing is too much <laughs> no no and, and please do not pass gas or burp or do anything like that the human body does i have a you friend that ruins any uh picture of this 
perfection, you know, that does Let me tell you. sound like <laughs> I, I do have a friend that that, you know, like like literally it's weird to me because I I was in the Navy. I don't care. I'll I'll pee in front of I'll pee and poop in front of you. I don't give a shit. I well I'll, maybe I will give a shit at that point. Anyways, point being, uh if it makes somebody else uncomfortable, I'm not gonna like cross the boundary, you know. I'm just gonna respect that. I, I don't understand. It's fine, I respect it. Uh but I have a friend. I have a friend and he leaves the room to fart, which thank you. Uh, if you listen to this and you know who you are, uh, but also I always giggle a little bit. Cause I'm like, I, I, I feel a little bit. It's like, like no, he, he doesn't want to do it in front of me. Like, I don't want to fart in front of you, but like, I heard you. <laughs> I still heard you. You didn't walk far enough. Like, <laughs> heard you or it was loud it's whatever but everybody farts you know what i'm saying oh my god okay let's uh let's let's introduce our guest because we're we're talking into 30 minutes right now so let's bring our guest joe in because i've been listen you guys do not understand the mountains we have climbed to get joe on the show we have emailed back and forth we've missed dates we've set dates we've missed dates it's, it's been everything welcome joe to the show what is up uh loved hearing the banner at the beginning i am clearly on the right podcast yes. so thanks for having me thank you <laughs> so i can listen to that all day sometimes i get too personal but i believe in full transparency mm -hmm. with the audience so i'm just like this is what I'm going through because some of y'all are going to go through this too. So, You're speaking your truth. You know? Yes, absolutely. Tell us uh, about you, Joe. I'm so intrigued by you. Tell us about your organization. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, well, honestly, it started because I was a bud tender and I got into the industry because, you know, besides my personal experience with weed, um, I came from the science space, but corporate science. So Bayer, Monsanto, if you guys are familiar with those Ooh, yes, giant yeah. evil companies, right. So in 2020, you know, the big, <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, the big reception, reception but uh, really the big, just everybody just trying to quit yeah. and realizing their worth. And so I was one of those people. So I quit my job. And anyway, long story long, I got into the canvas industry and I really, you know, I loved it. I was working at Route 66 um, and uh, we just... We had a great time. It was an amazing job. It's the kind of job everybody hopes to have. Uh, you mm -hmm. sell weed, you talk to patients, you get to educate. And that was like my personal passion, <sighs> like reversing the stigma. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. Right, right. My favorite like, thing. I, mean, I just said today, I might go, but I would go back to work in a dispensary if I could talk about medicine all day long. I still talk about, like, I still yeah. talk about that. Like, I think that's one of the best parts because you have that yeah. interpersonal communication, emotional connection with people. And um, what I tell cannabis workers every day is that you have all the education, you have the personal experience, we're just not treated like we have it. Yeah. Um, so um, I really got started doing that. And I, like I said, I loved it. Um, but we realized that, uh, unfortunately, like a lot of other retail industries is very similar. Um, and it was no different because it was run by the same type of people, if you get my drift, the they, I call them, my conspiracy theorist mind. White men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White men, they are white, white men. men. Old money mm -hmm. have no idea what anybody else's experience is like and don't care. Um, and so it really cor uh, quickly became a corporate cannabis. That's really kind of the label that's been placed on it. Yep. And I peeped that early because I've come from corporate. I quit because of that shit. Um, and just you the mentality always see it surrounding when you come it. From it. 
Yeah. Man, I feel like I've been trying to skirt it every time too. I've worked everywhere. Like I've worked at all these science companies and I'm like, maybe it'll be different here. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll be different. And it never is because it's the people. So um, me and uh, one of my coworkers that became one of my best friends, M, uh, identifies as they, um, they were really the ones who make the call to uh, organize because we found out that we had some rights, you know, and if we're going to talk to the company and we know who owns it, because we really tried at first, let me backtrack a little bit, actually. We tried at first to get their attention, let them know, hey, this is an issue. We have issues with security. We feel like they're not paying attention or, you know, issues with our schedules, having people working seven days in a row for 10 hours a day, just things like things that you'd be like, oh, could you fix this? And like our personal manager was at one of our really good friends and like that was never an issue. But anything further up the ladder to that, it was always like they didn't give a fuck. Right. Um, and there they, don't, instances- they don't. They don't. They don't. And there were certain instances that I wasn't working, thank fucking God, <laughs> because if I was, it, I just would have uh, wild out. But there was one certain uh, example circumstance where M was actually there and um, the water was shut off and there was like the toilet was overflowing and they were told to shit in the fucking toilet or like walk and go find another bathroom. And where the Route 66 on South Grand is located, they know there's no public bathroom. Right. And people live everywhere. It's not like people live in walking distance. Right. So um, just many examples of them not showing that they cared about how we felt. And so M made the call. Um, we realized we had some rights and um, we ended up organizing unanimously. Thank God, not without a lot of like fight and dealing with the company, trying to give us, throw money at us because, you know, now it's a problem for them. Right. Um, um, so all the nice shit first. And then when we didn't take the nice shit is when the bad shit started. And then, um, yeah, that was where our passion really came from is just realizing that we shouldn't have to like beg to get like PTO. That's another thing. Like, no vacation days, no PTO, no um, the pay $15 an hour, and that's, then you're not getting it. benefits. Thank you. It's like, that's, that's not it. a livable wage. I don't know what the fuck people are thinking these they days. They say it's a livable like, wage because they finally got it on the books. It's a livable wage. Actually, you guys, 20, 21 to $25 an hour is current livable wage. So we've been having this $15 an hour argument for so long that it's irrelevant now it's it's absolutely (laughs) relevant it's it's like making minimum wage again facts i'm glad you said that because i actually posted something on the missouri cannabis workers page um specifically it was like 24 dollars an hour is what is like barely livable so it's basically within the range that you just and and if you don't have benefits that's not a livable wage either if there's no benefits to that if you got to take a week off to go um (laughs) visit your mother Mm mm-hmm it's it's not it's not a livable wage because that we you can't take a week off work that means you don't get any time off because you can't afford afford to to. take a week off work and that's the thing yeah like i feel like the people that need and deserve the benefits are the people making the low wages because you yeah you can't afford to even take a day off so we're realizing all of those real things you know it's a great place to work we're selling weed but we're like this is reality like our livelihood is an issue our quality of life is an issue our mental health, like all of us were all like, it became a fun, it was a fun place to work. And then it became a place where we all would just band together and just fucking gripe. You know what I mean? Yeah, Which was yeah. great. It was a great way to uplift ourselves when we needed yeah, but it, when like, they were dealing you with. You have to but, have yeah. good company culture all the way up. It can't just be yeah. at the lower levels because if they're ignoring you, then it becomes this. And uh, we're doing all the work to connect with the patients, to continue that, thank you, you. Know, continue that relationship so they come back to believe in the product. You know, and if you can't believe in your company and the people that, because they're not doing 
shit to invest in you it's like whoa mm-hmm. and the fact that y'all quickly i mean colorado has never we've been in it 10 years and everyone's just complacent with doing yeah the, the wages are the same here some people are still paying 13 dollars an hour that, i'm just like what how how are that you that is yeah it's disrespectful. That's that's entry level. $15 an hour is your entry level. That would be what we would consider back in the day your minimum wage because you still have to earn the skills, which I also think is complete bullshit, but stick with me on this. If that's the if that's what we're going by, then uh we would start somebody, I guess, there, but as they got to six months in a year, you want to pay them a livable wage because at this point, especially in cannabis, they know so much shit. They know if they're paying attention and they've stayed with your company for over a year, they know your uh, customers and your patients. They know cannabis inside and out. It's like if they love their work environment, they're getting educated. They're learning about cannabis because they want to do it better because they want to love it here. They love the people that they interact with. They love the people that they work with. And the only problem is that they have to go home or not go sleep in their car maybe get their get their kid a burger and like nibble on the fries because they can't afford to feed two people right now because your wages are shit and the and you can look at the economy and you you could have the argument all day with me but you can look at the economy and the way that rents are going up gas prices are going up milk and like basic necessities at grocery are going up i'm talking basic necessities i'm not talking about bag of doritos right now which, by the way, in food deserts is sometimes the only thing some people get. We That's could, a whole other conversation, man. Ooh, Jesus. So <laughs> I love the, the idea, but you sacrifice. So you, so you and your friend um, decided to organize and basically create like a union mm-hmm. within the cannabis space. Right. And we were the first to do that in Missouri. Um, right. And so, of course, we got like the shine and everything, which normally I don't give a fuck about. But I realized the platform that's kind of, you know, just you got to you got to play that game and you have to you do that in order to elevate. And so we were in the front times. We we're in post dispatch. And it was a fucking exciting time because, again, it was unanimous, um, which I think is also an relatively unprecedented mm-hmm. um but like you guys were saying earlier in colorado it's already solidified so with missouri cannabis workers for higher standards like the re one of the main reasons i started is because i feel like it's early enough in the game right you know what yeah. i mean like i feel like we can set the standards before things get wild I wish like, I would. and then it's just whatever i'm trying I'm in- man <laughs> I'm root- listen no missouri's <laughs> fucking it up i'm gonna be honest with you but we have been it's rooting been for enough. missouri since the since the beginning we've been like missouri yeah, you can do it right We've invested invested our time and energy into like talking to people from Missouri. We had a whole, one of our first and probably most popular still shows to date was our season one, episode four show, which was about social inequity. And we used Missouri as an example. We had some people opt out of being, well, actually we opted them out at the end of the day, but they said that they felt like we were attacking Missouri um, and we weren't, we, that's not what we were doing. We were like, Hey, Missouri, you look, look at the, look, you're, it's the same. It's the same everywhere. Right. You guys can do something about it. So let's do something. Let's talk about it. Let's do something about it. And instead a white man got mad at me 
and fucking blasted me on Facebook and said a bunch of stuff that a bunch of white people agreed with until they went back and watched the show. And then they were like, wait a minute, hold on. And um, yeah, it was a whole thing. And then those people won't even talk to us. And they do something in the state of Missouri that we find uh, extremely important. We would love to bolster their platform, but they won't even speak to us. Mm, and they, they won't even triggered. and they won't even the yeah and they won't even connect us to people that they've helped can i say something about that though that is a very missouri mentality yes i'm is. not even surprised that they were like whatever we're mad it's like can you have the conversation yeah like like we would love to <laughs> sit back <laughs> and like really like no he didn't yes you're dead like yeah, like literally this man was upset because he didn't feel like he represented himself. Well, if you no, if you if you've been following us it, it, and we didn't yeah, okay. we didn't it what well, he wasn't represented, right? If you're from Missouri and you've been following us for a while, you already know who it is. We're not going to name names here. Um but um so I was like it was like 10 o'clock at night and I got this message and I was like let me talk to my partner about it. Well, and I was like our listen, when I got that message I immediately rolled my eyes at that message. I was like, whatever. So I went back and watched the show because mm-hmm. I was like, let me watch to make sure. Cause I want to like, give me a minute and then we'll, we'll get in a meeting with you. Not even 24 hours, not even 24 hours. He is on Facebook blasting me saying all this stuff, me and her, uh, our show and saying all this stuff. And, uh, and I came in there heated. I came in there hot, you know, like, no, go watch the show. Here's the link. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, that doesn't matter. And, uh, some of them did though. Some of them did. And they were like, wait, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. He was the only white man on the panel and he, of my guests of our guests, sorry, I don't mean, you know, I mean my, as us, um, she's, she's my platonic life partner. Um, he, as the white man on a show about social inequity had the last word as a guest. Mm-hmm. He was the last guest to speak. But they he, can't bear to be treated the same way they treat people. That's it. And we called them out on something. They said they wanted to communicate with, uh, with uh, the black and brown community. And we were like, well, your website looks super white. Like we're like, you know, and they didn't you like have to that. call them out on that because there's a lot of clout that was the point here. of the show. That was the point of mm-hmm. the show. And <laughs> also he could have instead waited to have a conversation. We could have come back to the table and had even had a conversation live. I was into that, you know, but, right. um, but instead he wanted to do that. And here's the thing. They do something that's very important. We, we think it's really important what they do and we would like to help them expand mm-hmm. and reach the audience that they need to reach, reach the people that they need to reach with their demographics that they need to reach within the state of Missouri. Um, because black and brown communities have been disproportionately affected across these United States by the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. And if those are the communities you want to help in cannabis, then you have to relate and be connected. And we would love to help you do that. But if you don't want to do that, then I mean, does that not show that their real intention, though? Because like when you go to the end, like maybe not the end, but when you try to put more effort in, if you're real objective with the help black and brown communities, you know, what I mean, right. that's how I like to see I'm like, OK, now I really see like where you're at, because right. it's good for them up until a point. Then when it gets uncomfortable for them, they don't want to look at them, their own fucking selves and look in the mirror and then be like, oh, how have I been contributing to this or how can I make this better? But it's like 
I just think people get quickly butthurt about it. And then after that, it's like the conversation ends and it's right. like, it did. It can um, be a little yeah, bit of sorry we here. didn't do this and it's so sorry it's like don't need your apology need you to do better you guys know and you yeah, guys know y'all y'all lost apology y'all <laughs> lost a good one out there too i would say she's still coming back but y'all y'all let marnie madison go to oklahoma oh she went I, I'm, no, pretty sure, oh. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I just read about her too. Oh my god! Yeah, y'all, y'all let Marnie Matt. And here's the thing: is that these the, the same uh, groups of people who say, you know, I want to participate in helping and and making uh, the cannabis space a more uh, equitable space, uh, mm -hmm. they they then take a step back uh, when when it comes to action. When it comes to, I'm calling, I'm, yeah. I'm going to call you out every time when y'all want to do action items or when somebody calls you to the floor to do action and then calls you to the floor to uh, be held accountable for action or inaction. That's when you get mad. And then we didn't like, we didn't like your tone. We didn't like the way you said that you could have been more professional. Like my whole well, life. I mean, uh -huh. that's, that's not how, that's not really how communication works, honestly. Like when you're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. no, yeah. no, it, it makes me upset because yeah, it's like, we're meeting you. Like I'm here's, saying with here's, Ruth, we're meeting you with my, the conversation. And it's, here's my it's problem with the, here's my problem with the tone policing, which mm -hmm. I, which I'm, I'm positive that, I mean, every person you're looking at right now has definitely de dealt with that, but I'm positive that your whole life has been tone policing. Um, mm -hmm. Here's the thing about tone policing. Uh, her tone wouldn't have gotten to this level if you had just listened to her when she was speaking to you in the way that you asked her to the first mm -hmm. time. That's literally it. It's like, if you just listen to people, like what is the thing Instead, they tell you when you're five? <laughs> like treat the adults, other people you want to be treated? Like they, they, This is what they say when you're five, the adults mm -hmm. are speaking. And instead mm -hmm. of That's dismissing true. her, instead of dismissing her in the way you would dismiss a child, mm -hmm. Instead of dismissing her, had you listened to her, we wouldn't even be at this tone policing place because Marnie Madison is a fucking professional. Mm -hmm. That's sad. That's a sad loss. I had she no idea. Back. She back. She, you know, she got, she got, she got she got, yeah, she has, she's an entrepreneur spirit and yeah. she will go where that takes her. And she is, yeah, I love people like that. Those are my people. Boss bitch. Um, but we kind of got off topic a little bit and somebody was <laughs> asking, fine. I don't even know how we did that, but it happens. Um, but it's somebody, uh, an, an attorney in the, in the chat okay. is asking, um, forgive me if you said this already, uh, you organize, but do you have a signed CBA already? I don't know what that is. Um, and if so, when is it up for renewal and how is bargaining going? Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I can totally handle those questions, um, but uh, there's going to be some information I got to leave out. Okay, absolutely. But, um, yeah, say what you can say <laughs> I appreciate for the legal question. reasons. Yes, for legal reasons. So I appreciate the, the question. But yeah, we are uh, currently in negotiations, so we don't have like an official signed contract yet, but we have all of our negotiations set up, like I was saying earlier, PTO, vacation time, uh, certain types of pay, merit pay every year, training pay, a paternity leave, like trying to really set the precedent, you know? Um, and set the pathway so we've got that going and we've got um so we're literally right in the middle of that and i think the other part of your question was a collective bargaining uh, agreement has i've been right told. right right so yep i think i am pretty sure i answered that yeah. um so the renewal question would be irrelevant just because we're not to that point not but, there yet 
Yep, we're in negotiations right now and um, they're going well because all we want is a seat at the table. That's kind right. of, that's the other thing that I like to tell people about um, when they're weary about unionizing because I didn't know shit about it and I had to do my education and found out because um, that's the only legal formidable way we can have any rights uh, against these giant corporations because if you know something happens at work in this at will state, they can fire you for whatever fucking reason. Um, and so really it's protection mm-hmm. more than anything. And so with... Um, I think I, I'm doing a tangent in my own head now. Um, yeah, but okay. honestly, honestly <laughs> though, um, um, it's all, it is a long game. I have to be really blunt about that. It is a long game. And uh, my passion personally is what keeps me going because like I this is the beginning. We were the first ones um, and the trickle effect has happened. And we have other dispensaries that are um, looking to do that as well. And um, I don't know the long ga- or I don't know the end result, but I know that I work every day to just create, you know, I'm going to throw a pun here, but higher standards for cannabis workers because it is so early and it's, it's, we have to do it. We just have to do it. Like it's, I know we don't know anything about unions, but we have the internet. I have all the information on the Missouri Cannabis Higher, uh, Missouri Cannabis Workers for Higher Standards page, Instagram, Facebook. I'm going to just shamelessly plug here. Yes, TikTok, please do. Twitter. Please do. Um, because I'm trying to put the awareness out there because when I didn't know, I'd understand why you'd be weary. I get it. Because yeah. you th- you think it's somebody else just coming in and like barking at you, like, this is what we have. And the company's like, this is what we have. But like, we're not coming to you begging for that. We're just trying to provide a protection and it's really up to you. And so the so UFC- oh, You were working for Route 66. Are you still currently employed with them? I'm not working with them anymore. I'm working with the labor union. Um, uh, local 655 um, and I've got this platform so I'm trying okay. to do something similar uh, to um, Chris Smalls from Amazon who started his own Amazon union if you're familiar with the story okay um, so I'm really trying to do something different with that um, and to be completely honest I will like full disclosure because this is a, the reality of again this at will state um, but thank god I had union protections but I was fired from that position and mm-hmm. so was M but Again, the outspoken people that are trying to hold people accountable are always the ones they take out first because they want to fucking bend you. They want right. to bend you and they want you to be flexible, but they don't want to be they don't want to be flexible to your needs. And that's how I could tell that it was like a um, just a, a, a toxic workplace environment. I could tell that they did not care about our needs. And so that's what fueled me. I was like, you don't fucking care about me. Then I'll give a fuck about you. <laughs> so so you were a good employee until of course mm-hmm. you started trying to unionize yep. your uh your coworkers. Nothing in my record and um just because I can't disclose this but the the reason that they came up with to decide to fire me um and M the same reason was the same thing that everybody else would have been fired. So essentially if that was a real policy Every, they everybody else would be fired. That as well i read the article so i know i read oh you know so i know (laughs) and i'm like that is crazy and you were right it's just something they created out of thin air to see if you did something wrong that's the problem with states is that they can do that yeah Mm -hmm. which is why union productions is all we have because after that i was able to call uh, my own union rep and because um it was a situation that i wanted to be like hey this is an issue like I knew that I had some sort of protection that way too because another great thing about having a union is that when you have those disciplinary meetings and you feel intimidated and you're like oh the owner's here the manager's here you can call a union rep to to be there with you 
as a witness, or you could just be like, unless my union reps here, I'm not here for the meeting. And like right. for a lot of people, like I can imagine what a comfort that shit is. Mm-hmm. Like just having, yeah, just someone, having there. someone there um, to, and especially if you feel alone. Right. Exactly. Or, and, and exactly. someone there that can also be like, um, you know, kind of advise you a little bit on, yes, this is a valid, you know, this is a valid complaint. This is a thing that you, you are, should be doing and are allowed to do. This is a thing you should not be doing and are not allowed to do. So I don't really know, like, you know what I'm saying? You need somebody in your corner like that. Exactly. I, I always, I'm going to get corny right now, but like, I'm getting older. <laughs> I feel like when I just I'm, told everybody I, I'm welcome, like, perimenopausal right now. it's all good. <laughs> well, I love it. I feel, I feel home. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I just feel like uh, when I think about, uh, I think I might've lost it. Honestly, high brain. Um, <laughs> it happens. What did you it just, happens. what did you just last say? What was the last thing you said? <laughs> the last thing I said? Yeah. Can we rewind Uh-oh. this? Uh oh. Okay. 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 (laughs) No worries. Y'all let us know what the last thing we was talking about. If somebody remembers in the comments, they might be high too. To help the sodas out. (laughs) I will say that uh, uh, Lindsay is is said that her uh, job has recently unionized. It did take two years. So again, this is the long game. And also, if Mm -hmm. this is the fight that you want to take up, understand that you might not be able to keep your job at the place where you take up this fight. So just understand that. And if you want to be the leader of that, then that is a risk that you might take as Joe has taken that risk. And she still is working to make sure that they get unionized. She hasn't stopped working for the, the people. Uh, mm-hmm. One day you're going to run for office. You know, <laughs> you're so funny you said that though because I'm like I hate politics like there's a time I was into politics but the last 10 years like I want nothing to do with it. I mean and it makes like, you want to throw up really it, it, I just want nothing to do with it but how the universe works it brings you to the things you need to be in and I'm like I guess this is the direction but I mean like I said anything for the fight and and also to round back to what you said yeah about me about um me being fired like just want the full disclosure out there that is a risk people are taking. And that is a risk that I also took. I didn't know that was going to be the outcome because unionizing is a legal yeah. right. So they, they shouldn't be able to do that. Um, but I just want people to know, or cannabis workers specifically to know that um, this is a not will state. So they can get you for anything. And on top of it, they also can get you or they can get you for anything, but on top of it, they uh, don't have to give you an explanation or a reason for it nope. too. So you're literally treated like you're not even a human being. They just can boot you out. No reason. You just have to find another job. So, so, so what I want to also say to that, just mm -hmm. hold on to your thought. Don't lose it. But what I want to also say to that is if they don't owe you a fucking two week notice, you don't owe them a two week notice and you don't owe them an explanation. You You don't owe them an explanation. I've actually done that. That's what I did at Bayer. I, uh, I quit and they were like, you know, it's best for the company to give two weeks notice. Everybody can, you know, get on their toes. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about their toes. <laughs> like, I'm like out. literally, and they were I... like, okay. And I'm like, because there's no, there's no punishment. It's just a courtesy. But you, da- you guys never gave me courtesy, which is why I'm out of here. The, the punishment, home. the punishment is this: when you, uh-huh. when, when, when somebody maybe calls them for a job reference, which why would, why, why I would care. I, why would I do that? I don't, um, yeah, I don't, I don't even don't, care. Yeah, don't call Bear. <laughs> We left 
it, you know, it was a toxic work environment, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they call, you know what Bear's going to be able to say? This is all they can say is, well, she didn't give a two-week right. notice. Yeah. Like, yep. literally, they can't say nothing. Yes, they literally, legally, they can't really say anything except, mm-hmm. yes, we would rehire or no, we wouldn't. Now, I don't even mm-hmm. think they can say that you didn't give a two-week notice. I think that you can't they even actually can own. They actually can just say legally, I don't know what happens on the phone, but legally, they can only say, yes, she worked here. Right. Yeah, that's actually what they can only. And they say, can but, answer you know, yes or no to the care. rehire question. Would you rehire? Exactly. exactly. They can answer yep. yes or no to the rehire question, but they can't go into an explanation about why they wouldn't rehire you. It's illegal to even ask that question. Uh, know your employee rights too. Yep. And I bring I, that up because I knew that, I was yeah. going back. Oh, what did you say? Oh, I was just reiterating, know your employee rights, know your rights. And, uh, you know, so that you do feel injustice and you know how to act on them. Listen to us because we were taught that you're supposed to give a two weeks notice. uh, Let me tell you about professionalism. It's a white man's game. Why are they wearing suits in 106 degree weather? It don't make no fucking sense. You're going to murder your, you're going to murder yourself for a job that don't even help, that don't even pay your rent that you got to live in your car for. No, thank you. If I got to live in my car anyway, I'm going to not work for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go just live in my car. Like literally the prof- the professional outline, I, you know, and I believe in professionalism. Here's professionalism, showing up on time for the job that you said you were going to show up and do, doing your fucking job. If you get it done expeditiously, you can go the fuck home. You don't got to stay here for eight hours. Right. Right. Like, I don't give a fuck about your hair. I don't care what's in your face. I don't care. Honestly, a majority of the time, I don't care what you wear. Just like, I mean, don't come in in a bikini. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you brought that up, actually, though, because um, there's a dispensary I had uh, that there was a situation where an employee was fired because he wore his hat. Um, Meanwhile, management's walking around there with their hats on. um, And that's the reason I said that is because I want to highlight how that has nothing to do with his professionalism. Like you were nothing. just saying, there's nothing to do with his professionalism, his ability to do the job, but just because you want to pick on him because of your personal preference. That's just yeah. no different than telling me I can't wear my natural hair or my braids. It's you know bullshit. what I mean? I'm going to make it this issue because that's exactly it. It's personal and you can tell when it's a personal rule. And it's that a, it's to me, ex- that has there's no place in cannabis for that kind of corporate bullshit. There's These- other corporate business elements and structure that work well and for an op- uh, business to operate professionally um, and to make money, of course, and profit. But like the way they're trying to like bring the way it's the capitalistic mindset into cannabis, like I can't allow it. it <laughs> I will not allow it, it. Like, listen, and these rules about professionalism mm-hmm. were, it's my dog hey, right. listen, we got all of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad I got headphones on because mine would go too. Um <laughs> The professional, the professional model was built by the white man in order to uh, keep certain people out of their professions. That's it. That's it. You can't afford a suit. If you can't afford a suit, then (laughs) you can't work here. If you can't wear your hair a certain way, then Mm -hmm. you can't work here. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're a woman Women just got just just in in my lifetime, in my lifetime, women were not to wear pants in the workplace. In I'm my saying, lifetime. Any hose. I mean, I want like why do everybody I mean, I have a rehose to a job for a minute? Like I was right. like, what? I was like, no. 
I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm not really I did all that shit. I did all that shit. I worked in the professional environments and I did all that shit. It's the worst. I had a woman, a woman tell me (laughs) that when I went to complain about sexual harassment in the workplace, that maybe if I didn't wear the clothes that I wore, I already knew it. That the that my much older boss would not have found himself rubbing my leg. Like, I'm not even old enough to drink, ma'am. Disgusting. And he's in his 40s for sure, because back then 40s looked much older than I look right now. I mean, ma'am, it's like nothing's changed. He's married, but no, no, no big deal. No big deal. No, that's, that's, and that's the way it shouldn't be. Like, we should not be going back. I mean. Not to try to bring it up to the top of the show, but like it's the whole believing women. Like we always, I just find, feel like even I was actually even talking to my friends today about how I feel like I always have to explain my experience, and then people are like, "Oh, well, that's just silly," or "Oh, that's too much," or "You're being oversensitive." And it's like, why can't you just be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you're going through that." Listen, because that's what I would do with you. Or how can I learn more about what you're going through? I say that is because if you don't want to fully emotionally invest, like I don't need, I don't have any expectations from anybody, but like, I just feel like I'd be like, I just approach that in a different way. Like, If you are asking me about my experience and then you, you fucking dismiss my experience, like, what are you really want? You want me to agree with you? That's on what my, they want. My experience? Cause it makes them comfortable. Here's the yeah. thing. And I'll say it about myself, but I've been saying it. I'll say it about myself now because like, I'm like, of course, white women are going to be directly affected by these laws. Not just women of color, not, mm-hmm. and not just, Oh, by the way, not just women, y'all people with uteruses. Okay. But what I want to yeah. say is that not a single fucking one of us owes you an explanation or an education. Thank you. You have the whole goddamn internet at your goddamn fingertips and you can't bother to ask a fucking question into Google about why this would be a horrible idea, about why you should support women, about why you shouldn't be fucking racist. Like, nobody can explain that to you. You're just like a... not. I, I honestly... You make me believe in aliens and lizard people is honestly how I feel about it. Cause I can't, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot put my mind around the fact that another human being would feel that way about another human being. I just can't, I just cannot, I can't even people I dislike immensely. I root for them every fucking day and I don't want anything bad to happen to them even though I dislike them immensely and would prefer they don't sit at my fucking table. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I cannot yeah. understand and I cannot wrap my brain around the idea that we have to explain to you why we are losing our fucking minds around this, mm-hmm. that we have explained to you why Colin Kaepernick is kneeling, which by the way is now legal in school, if you're praying any time of fucking day, and that's not just for Christians, y'all are going to get what the fuck you wanted. You're going to get exactly what the fuck you wanted. I want everybody. I want you pick your religion, pick your religion. If you're not religion, religious, find an awkward, weird one that you can stomach. And I want you to fucking pray in your classroom every day to 
um, to planet Z-Bob and the fucking Emperor Zeno, okay? That's what I fucking want you to do because I cannot. There's a man that publicly lost his whole goddamn career because because he disrespected a piece of cloth that literally means nothing in this country. And by the way, as a veteran, I did not take an oath to that flag. I took an oath to the fucking constitution. Thank you fucking very much. This man lost his whole fucking career. He, he wasn't, I would say he's not the, he wasn't the best quarterback, but he wasn't the worst quarterback on the fucking NFL teams. At that time when, and he was at the top, he was definitely at the top. He was playing at the top of his game. And he said, Hey, we want the police to stop killing us for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And they said, how dare you disrespect that piece of cloth that people died for? Nobody died for that fucking flag. First of all, and you don't give a shit about them when they don't die and they come back here. I can't stand the hip hop. I say that all the time. I'm like, I hate, sorry, I'm, I'm not into the military and I have my own whatever, like, um, I have my own strong opinions about it. But, oh, no, me too. Um, but th- but uh, when I think about it, like, yeah, when they come back, I'm, I have so many friends that have been veterans, you know, and I'm just like, you guys don't get shit. You really don't get shit. And you came back alive. Mm-hmm. it's maddening so i feel I you on that i spent you on that. 11 years in the military i did not retire from the military mm-hmm. uh i moved to a place where i was landlocked and i was very happy to get out so i could smoke copious amounts of marijuana of course <laughs> um but here's the thing i'm a veteran right so when i go to the va they will not see me because i make too much money Exactly. The VA is a joke. My mom's it's a RN. fucking joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It should be the best hospital in this country or in every I still, state. I still served my country <laughs> and they should be the best hospitals in the nation. They should, it should absolutely. be the best hospitals. The most and he respects. It should be like the cancer centers of it's, America. It's, you know what I mean? Literally, like, the VA make. is literally a depiction of how the military feels about everybody in the military. Oh, it's fucking 420 on the west coast i could hear it um (laughs) it is a as as absolute glaring depiction of how the military feels about people who are actively serving right now because we don't even we get access to medical care but it ain't the best medical care Mm. it ain't the best medical care active duty they fuck a lot of shit up they fuck a lot of shit up you guys we're cogs in the machine. The military attracts, listen, they attract the people they attract for a reason. They fucking attract people who do not have options. I'm talking about you're enlisted. I'm talking about you're enlisted. They attract people who do not have options. I want to go to school. I want to pay my rent. I want a better life for my kids. I want to make sure that I can pay my bills and eat. I'm 18 and I don't know better. I don't know what to do with my life. I'm Mm -hmm. home. I'm homeless right now. I'm about to get kicked out of my house. The judge said I had to join. Yep. Fucking they're taking Mm -hmm. the most vulnerable amongst us and putting Mm -hmm. them in war conditions because they don't care if you come home or not. And them and not providing the mental care to come back when you come back. Don't plan for you to come home. And that's exactly. why 
those exactly. VA clinics are not the most, the, the best hospitals in the nation because they never planned for you to come home. That is, ooh, it's that cheaper hit, to bury you. It's cheaper to me. bury you. Yeah. In one of their fucking bullshit cemeteries. Oh yeah. The, the way they honor them. And I'm like, honor them when they're alive, but whatever. <laughs> do not get VA care. I do not get VA care. I went to talk to them about getting care with the VA for my therapist because my therapist, my therapist has made a workaround specifically for me working with this company that takes my insurance and then pays him fucking the VA would not work with me on that. And he's on their list. So I could have still seen my same therapist. Mm. And they show up in our schools. That's right. They show up in our schools and they go after the most vulnerable amongst us. Mm -hmm. They go after the most vulnerable amongst us. And then they convince us that we're part of their family. They don't care. They don't care. If you get hurt, injured, uh, unalived in your post, in your duty, they will just replace you with another social security number. Trust me when I say that. Yep. It's all about the malleable minds. Like, I feel like it's all psychology. So yeah, they pick the people already, you know, struggling. And then they're like, we're going to break you down. And then we're going to build you up how we want companies. to. Patriot yeah. rich com- uh, uh, companies. Patriot rich states. They are companies. Don't get it twisted. Patriot mm-hmm. rich states that have this patriot mindset, but are the poorest amongst us. Mm-hmm. And the most uneducated amongst us. And I'm not saying that... The people, I mean, I like, like Lindsay's in here. I, we work together. We were in the military together. She's one of the smartest people I fucking know. She's not an ignorant person. She's not a stupid person, Mm -hmm. but majority of the people in the military, myself included, we joined the military because we needed an option. I needed to get the fuck out of my town. I was going crazy. I needed to pay my rent. I wanted to go to school. I want to go to college. And they were like, here's this GI bill. Here's this GI bill. They came to our schools like they, they did that whole like everyone took the the test you're supposed to take or that you take mm-hmm. for it and you know and they <clears throat> and they don't want you to be smart. They want boats and mates. Oh, they man. want fucking work crew. They want people painting the boats and fixing the engines and and you know they want those people doing those it, things. It's, it's an the absolute same thing. fucking riot. It's it's a fucking. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's the big, it's one of the biggest scams in this country. It is. It is. Capitalism is one of the biggest scams and it branches from all of that. Mm-hmm. They just want and control. That's all ex- it comes down to. Exactly that. And I will tell you this, while these soldiers and sailors and Marines and airmen, and they, they all get paid a, like a salary, basically, we all get paid a salary what they're paying enlisted personnel in the military while taking these huge military budgets. Mm. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. And I have inside knowledge. I'm not going to name any names of any organizations, but there is at least one federal government organization that is taking money out of the VA's budget every year. And they have nothing it. to do with the VA. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's more than one company. There's more that. than one. Oh, there's more than God. one organization doing that. 
does not surprise me at all, unfortunately. And then we sit and one, it, it's not yeah. something like when, when we sit, when, you know, if it, to, to our audience, if you ever sit back and go, man, why is it, why isn't it like this? It doesn't make sense. Why it's like this. Please understand it is the feature and not the flaw that things work the way they work. The reason our VA hospitals don't aren't immaculate with the best trained doctors in the whole world, in the whole United States, at least, is because they were not preparing for you to come home. It is cheaper to bury you than it is to provide medical care for you, long-term medical care for you, long-term mental health care for you. That's why they don't care about the 22 a day, that literally they don't care. They don't care. And like, I want to highlight that because I really think there's a lot, the lack of empathy across the board, like whether we want to talk about society, you know, patriarchy, the state, the individual, like, I feel like it always comes down to that. Cause I feel like people are, I'm going to get very philosophical, whatever, <laughs> just the way my mind works. But I just feel like people are very um, like conditioned and then they spend a lot of time projecting their own inner child I and mean, we talked about that a little bit earlier mm -hmm. on our own and um and it's not even so much about the other person it's like how can I benefit how how can I benefit and that's what makes me so upset about it because in this time again the time that we need to be in um getting the forefront of the cannabis industry like I see the divide between workers and like um the higher ups like there shouldn't right. be such a divide between like you were saying with enlisted versus how much they're taking out in money for funding like it should not be into such a discrepancy but it's because they don't care and that lack of empathy trickling across the board like they have to actually value someone else's fucking experience first in order to do that and if they don't do that they don't care and so that's honestly been um just to tie it in a little bit with me like it's been fueling it and making me angry but also i'm realizing that it's like by design like you said it's mm -hmm. the feature not the flaw it's by design like I almost don't get, I mean, I still get mad, but I almost don't get mad anymore because it's so scripted the way these companies operate that I'm like, now I'm just yeah. figuring out the best ways to hit them. And honestly, the, the easiest ways is to hit them in the pockets, get at their customers, get at their base, like, and work it from the ground up. And that's what I'm trying to do. You are specifically going to piss them off because you- Oh, I already have. I've you, been banned and everything. You, <laughs> angry black woman, are not right. supposed right. to get ahead mm -hmm. as far as- you are going to and have gotten ahead. Here's the thing is that they, the, 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 these higher up cannabis, these C levels, these owners, these higher up cannabis uh, level positions, right? Mm -hmm. They can't see you from their lofty position. They don't not. expect to see you coming because they have already labeled you as somebody who can only go so far. So once you've reached that point and are starting to progress beyond that point, they don't know how to handle you. So instead of handling you, handling you, they dismiss you because you have been given the promise of success, but we know you cannot achieve it. So we're not worried about it. That's how and they I think, treat I think another point treat women, but that's how they facts. especially treat black women and people of color in we're general. treated like a problem because um like whenever i would say anything about something i was treated like i was just being like messy and like i wasn't bringing up a real professional point um and that right. was always a problem like if i if we have a whole hired third-party security company that you pay quote unquote out the ass for but somehow 
us workers are the ones that when shit goes down in the dispensary, we have to do something about it. And Absolutely. like, I, I, I've never got up. Whenever there was something, I was like, manager, like I am not getting paid $15 an hour for this shit. And then someone comes in here and shoots me fucking dead. Like never in life. Thank you. thank you. And then on top of that, with all the money and stuff, anytime there are discrepancies with money, like you could be, they could raid the place and you would not be protected. Again, why? They, I don't, uh, the company's not going to protect us. They've proven that they're not going to protect us. And again, this is my own personal experience. But again, I also think it's by design. Nah, it's everybody's you personal know, I'm just, experience. We all know course, what it's like. Course. We've always I just been like there. To give, I just like to give a little bit of empathy, though, because I always approach it from the angry side because I, I have a right to be angry because I've they've literally created so many issues. And I'm like, well, you chose the right one because I'm here to fight. But also it's like, I'm also just fighting for like the other people that are not as outspoken as me, you know, because there are so many workers around. They're just like, I don't know what to do. Um, There was one dispensary I came from the other day that they were told not to fucking sit. 10 hour shifts and you can't sit because of the aesthetic. Quote. You're on crack. Quote. I'm like, I'm going to oh, be like, I'm, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Yeah, I'm going to leave and go somewhere I can sit. Fuck you. Bye. Um, I, I, like, how is that you are? Because that's not something you would do if also, you were there. You wouldn't do that if that was you, right? You know, why are you asking someone else that? Excuse me. That's a very discriminatory and ableist policy also. Thank you. Yeah. People were like, well, I have back pain and I have issues with my knees. And there yeah, was an not, older woman in there. It's, and I'm like, you guys are fucked. 1,000% a violation of your ADA rights. Yeah, providing and that's the thing. They don't care. With those things to, you know, to mm-hmm. assist with long hours like that, like that. They should right. have uh, flooring, you know, half the time you're working on concrete, you know. And like, those are things we have to ask for all the time. And like those, okay, the floor mats, whatever, maybe you didn't think of that. But everything else that we brought up, which is literally like, can we have stools with like a back so that oh. the rest of us don't leave here like the hunchback? Like, can you... Like I don't even buying like ten dollar bar stools from Amazon. I don't even give them that anymore, Joe. I don't even give them that anymore. How did you not think of fucking mats for your registers? Are you right? I can't with you. I can't. I can't with y'all not thinking about those things. Those are those are common things that are in those spaces. Maybe you know we hey trademark copyrighted. Don't fucking take this idea from me. Or karma's gonna haunt the fuck out of y'all. Listen, we should do an undercover boss cannabis edition. <laughs> that is y'all should work idea. a fucking <laughs> two weeks in our shoes. You will be exhausted. That is you amazing. can't do it. You idea. can't do it. You can't grow your own plants. You can't do it. You can't extract your own oil. You can't do it. And you want to pay $15 an hour? You I'm, I'm pay- gonna give, You should give them a call tomorrow. I'm just saying. Call Undercover Boss because that's an idea. That's Between an idea. us, can we do a cannabis edition? I can help you. <laughs> don't take this from me don't i am no 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 not you then not you be like oh shit million dollars but we got we got all their names right <laughs> we know who's in here <laughs> but no yeah that's the thing that's a solid idea and i would be so down 
I, it would be the first. It'd be one of yeah, the first. We need, I, yeah. I, I think we need a lot of that mainstream stuff. I, uh, I am my, my, uh, holla CQ LLC, a cannabis consulting and education company, uh, <laughs> hit us up www.cq-llc.com. We do cannabis consulting and part of our business model is to come in like, uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, hotel hell style, like, uh, like. Like, uh, what's that show called with Gordon Ramsay where he comes in and like throw things at the restaurant? Uh, kitchen nightmare. That's kitchen my nightmare style. <laughs> like, you know, like that yeah. style. Like, what is this shit? And like, literally, like, I, not to offend you or anything, but just to be real with you because that's who we are. So, if you want somebody to come in and help you better your business and and you know get you back on track where you need to be, maybe you're following all the rules to a T, but your sales are super down and you can't fucking figure it out. Let us come in and help you. Let us watch how you operate and help you fix how you operate. And, you know, if you want to get in a little fight with us about it, we'll fight. We'll fight about it. But at the end of the day, you're going to have a better business model. It's, it's really what it is. Customer I mean, that's service, a solid idea. It is. And it's what, it's what we do. Customer service CQ LLC at gmail.com 970-426-5985. And if anybody wants to produce that idea, I'd be more than happy to have that conversation with you because I got a face for TV, baby. Um, <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> um, Man. yeah, no, cannabis mm-hmm. needs that mainstream shit, and cannabis mm-hmm. needs unions. Absolutely. Um, I've been every dying, industry needs unions. Every industry like. needs a union. Yeah, I've been really dying to have this whole conversation about wages, but nobody wants to talk to me because they're still working. You know what I'm saying? And yep. so they're in fear of losing their jobs. If they have a conversation, which is a normal fucking conversation, which, by the way, if you're firing your employee because you don't pay them enough, fuck, fuck you all the way off. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like you're the utmost piece of shit. Yeah, you're such yeah, an ass. Like, it's just it, no. It's, like, it's there's not, nobody worse than you. <laughs> not, not at all. Um, I had a friend who I worked with. Uh, and she, uh, she had said something like, I don't get paid enough for that or something like that. And the bosses overheard her and got mad. But like, why are you mad? You paying her $12 an hour. Like, I don't, you live yeah, here. You're mad because you're uh, telling the truth that I don't get paid for that job. <laughs> It makes me so mad because it's like, it's like they, they can't even, they have so much money that they can't even see how expensive life life is right that's so, the cop out for sure i live in a because if they wanted to know they would they would ask right. people i live in a city there's that line that you don't they know they don't want to know they don't want to know yeah. they don't want people to talk about it uh they don't want people to talk about it at all and i live in a small a very expensive fucking town it's a fucking tourist town we live off of tourist dollars that's that's an expensive town if anybody tells you mm-hmm. that their town survives on tourist dollars you can expect everything in that town to cost a million fucking dollars i swear to god I believe um, that. It's insane. It's insane. Um, and so, and so for you to pay somebody that uh, a wage is not even a living wage in, in a place where, where, where prices are lower and, and the economy is, is better and housing is cheaper and they still couldn't live off of that wage. You're going to pay them that here, here in a tourist town where you charge higher prices for your product. Give me a fucking break right now. I can't even with that fucking attitude. I don't even fucking get it. 
I don't get it. And then you want to get truly what they get away with. It's what and, they get away with. And we let them get away with it, honestly. And that's why I'm trying to change it. Because if we let it go by, nothing's going to change. Hey, have they convinced you that I'm talking to the audience, also our our panel, but have they convinced you that it's illegal for you to discuss your wages with your coworkers? Because it's mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. It's Again. not illegal. <laughs> and in fact, not it's not fucking taboo. If that's the thing about unions, mm-hmm. if that's a discussion that you and your said coworker are comfortable having as consenting adults, you're allowed to have it, and there's nothing fucking wrong with it. And if that's how you find out that your male coworker is making fucking four, uh, fifteen dollars an hour, and they're only paying you fourteen dollars an hour, or no, I'm sorry, thirteen fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. That's not your fault. That's their fault. Exactly. That's their fault for not paying you the same wage as the people that you work with and actually work circles around. Because we know that when women show up in male-dominated spaces, we have to work twice as hard. And we do it just yep. instinctually anyway, you know? And uh, uh, Yeah, like I feel like the at least the women I know it's just in where it's in our ethic to to do the job and do it right and do it you know do it well and do it quickly like mm-hmm. yeah no, yeah yeah no as women that's 100% what we're taught as a society you know is to make everybody else feel comfortable and like it's not about our needs it's about other people's needs first you know absolutely and, and, and i'm here to turn the it. tables on yeah Thank you. yeah i'm glad if you can't do it quietly then you don't get to keep your job Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though you do your job effectively and efficiently, even though if you're in a, a service position, our consumers are attracted to you and want you in that space and love mm-hmm. you in that space. As a matter of fact, since we've hired you, our sales have increased. I'm just guessing on this. It's most likely what happened. Okay. I mean, you are actually right on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, you're just a little loud for us, and that doesn't fit with our company culture. Hundred percent. And I'm ho- you're holding me accountable to something that you that I told you when you were about to be hired. Because the only reason I took that position too was like the promise of benefits in six months, and I was like, can't wait because I know they're not going to come to me. So I'm the person that's going to hold you accountable. So the second the six months is up, you know, I'm going to be emailing or talking to the manager. I'm like, Listen, I already knew what was up. I already knew that wasn't coming. This and that is shouldn't why, be the attitude. If you're in the cannabis space, this is why we need unions. I just mm-hmm. had a conversation with a friend of mine who had a similar situation they were promised uh, a wage, which, by the way, if you ever hear this and you know I'm talking about you, if you ever, I swear to God, I could have like choked you out when you told me that wage. I cannot. Anyways, <laughs> the, the, the amount of talent that they purchased for such a fucking low amount is insane. Anyways, so no, they no, promised this wage no moving expenses, but whatever, uh, brought, brought, brought in, uh, I will say, uh, proprietary, uh, information such, um, and, and then was, was promised benefits 
and promise benefits and promise benefits and nothing. And then when it comes down to it, yeah, that's how you know it's an empty breaking work for no fucking benefits. Fuck mm -hmm. all the way off for yeah. a low wage too. Fuck all the way off. Exactly. And also, side note, in an expensive place, moved from, uh, you know, I guess I don't know what the what the area is. The areas are in in your your part of your neck of the woods, but but moved from something that was probably much more reasonable to a much more expensive uh, outlook on life as far as, as, as the surroundings, similar to mm -hmm. how, what we go through here because mm -hmm. tourists mm -hmm. pay the bill, right? Mm -hmm. For a low fucking wage, that's not even, not even fucking close to meeting the worth of the skill that this person possesses. Promise benefits, promise benefits, promise, no benefits. Mm -hmm. They were in the wrong. Mm -hmm. how how because that's because that's the thing it's how? them trying to tell to... us our reality we know the reality but they're trying to convince us that their reality is the real reality when really we're just trying it's, to hold them accountable scam, to their guys. promise right and that's the thing you were like oh have they convinced you guys about wages xyz and i was like they tried to but none of us were convinced because we knew it wasn't illegal and that's something i've posted too it's not illegal to talk about your wages in fact that's how we found out that um a, a newer coworker that came in like cause it was only about a year old at that time a newer coworker that came in um uh last was getting paid a dollar fifty two dollars less than we were and he wouldn't have even known until we decided to talk about it but they bank on us, on us not talking about it because, because they, they think we're uneducated well, they also think we're uneducated and that we right. don't look it up. But I'm like, right. you messed with the wrong people. We are right. educated people. And like you were saying, I want to highlight again, because I feel like it definitely needs to be said, that we are medical professionals. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The amount of people and uh, patients that would come in specifically for certain bud tenders, and I'll speak even just from my own experience, like people would be like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Like so many of my favorite patients would be like, I used that last week and it worked, but I need a combo thing. So it's like, I'm not getting paid any kind of doctor money, but I'm literally diagnosing, okay, maybe not diagnosing, but I'm helping people treat symptoms. real medical conditions yeah. and symptoms. And I, like, that is maddening. Like it's maddening. It's Absolutely maddening. maddening. And so I recognize my worth and I want cannabis workers to also recognize their worth that you guys are so much more than what they fucking tell you. Don't let them tell you you're not educated, that you uh, don't deserve a better wage, that you don't deserve vacation time, you don't deserve a better quality of fucking life because if you're comfortable and you have all that shit, you're going to be a better worker. Your employee morale is going to be sky high. You're going to walk through like work and be like, this is a great job instead of what everybody else is doing right now where I fucking hate my job, which is why everyone quit. Like, See, but again, 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 stupid. the feature, I feel like this is a feature, not a flaw, because uh -huh. when, 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 then when you quit, you person who I, you know, I, you stayed on for a year and a half. I kept having to give you more money. You quit. I can just hire this next person at that exactly. wage that I hired you at. So it's no big deal to me. No big deal to me that I might lose a few customers here and there, because here's the thing. You guys, they exploit the fuck out of us. They exploit the fuck, fuck out of us. Listen, we come in, a lot of us come in, 
uh and we come in with this like oh man i get to work in the cannabis industry i get to talk to people about cannabis i get to help them uh feel better and all of this right we're so excited to do that and we bring with us this um, this knowledge and this excitement and this raring to go because we come in wanting to help people it's not about the money for us right it's, it's not about the, the money for us it's about the plan it's about people right yes but then we realize I got to fucking pay my rent. Right. So, right. I can't pay my rent on what you're paying me. And I've been here for a year and I would really like to be able to pay my rent and not have to have a second job, not have to have a third job. I would like to just solely work and concentrate on what you need me to work and concentrate on. I want to put all of my energy into that. That's ideal, right? That would be the ideal to me. That would be the ideal employee. That would be the person they're going to continue um, increasing their knowledge. The, the people that, you know, if it's a service situation, the people love them, love their personality, you know, life happens, but very, very few negative things happen, whatever. And um, I know that they're not having to sidebar at the local bar to make money to feed their family. And they're not at Mm -hmm. work worrying about how they're going to pay their car note or their rent. They're at work worrying about my plants, my customers, my extracts, my edibles. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's it. They go home to their families, have dinner. They work nine to five. Like the managers working at Route 66 were getting benefits but they didn't, we didn't have benefits. Like, I just think if you're going to open up a dispensary, you need to be able to afford to pay people the right way, provide them the things that they need. Otherwise don't fucking open. But all they're trying to do is just open all of them. And they were already about to try to open another one into pair, not to make it about them, but it just shows. Yeah. They just want to expand their, they want to expand and they start, they threw one in South Grand and a couple in South city because they knew it was popping. And then they have one in De Pere, they have one in St. Peter's, and the St. Peter's people got treated way better than we did. Their facilities better. They listened to them over there. It was insane. Is that a, it was just insane. The other is that, uh, location. Is that is that a predominantly white uh, neighborhood? Oh, oh I'm so area? sorry. I forgot I that you don't live in Missouri yet. Yeah. Um, that is an area that is, uh, it's just suburbia. It is, yes, predominantly yeah, white. Predominantly white. Um, okay. It's because uh, South City is uh, very diverse and it's also poor but it's also uh, becoming gentrified so it's all the culture and all the fun things and all the food but the rent's also going up here and people have yeah. it's a whole thing so it's a whole yeah, thing and here's what they count on here's what they count on and they didn't they didn't mm-hmm. count on young millennials and gen z's to come out Not like like y'all come out uh mm-hmm. but but uh but here's what they are counting on they're like this person is so desperate that they will take my 15 an hour job they will take that job and they will work that job until I've worked them to death. And then they'll probably quit. Hopefully they quit before I have to give them a pay raise. And then they'll go take another desperate fucking job because they need to feed their family, right? This is what these companies are counting on. They're not counting on the way that is like young millennials and Gen Z have come out and been like, oh, no, nah, fuck you. I ain't working for you for that. And they're like, what? They don't want to work. No, they don't want to work your bullshit for your bullshit wage. Yeah. That's and right. then there's the like exactly class it. their pearls and like surprise. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy though. The tables had to turn eventually. I'm glad there's a worker shortage. I want you guys to feel some fucking pain. Yeah. Because you guys have been doing this to people and then going to sleep at night and not thinking a damn thing about other people's lives. 
No, you're going to open a company. Don't. You need to have, you need to treat them like people. You need to just like, it can't be a, a situation about control and profit only. It can't. Exactly. But they and, want it to be that way because of course it's worked in the past. So yeah, it ain't working no more as, as you're saying. It's, it's so, it's so crazy. Um, it, I, I don't, it, it, the whole, the whole system it's working yeah. the way they, they still, Oh, I, I know I was, I was trying to reach back to my thought. The way I was going to say is there's not a worker shortage. There's, there's not a worker shortage. Mm -hmm. exactly. there's, plenty, there's lots of workers. There's lots of people who want to work. They mm -hmm. want to work. We want to work. We work 24 I'm glad you said that. seven. We work mm -hmm. 24 seven. This is a myth. There's no worker shortage. Mm -hmm. Pay them what they're worth and you'll mm -hmm. find workers. There's a girl on TikTok who makes lots of money in whatever she does. And she's a <laughs> crazy kind of goth chick. She's got piercings and green hair and she's fantastic. But she comes on, she's very business savvy. And she comes on and talks about her business. And she's talked about how she has bought all of her workers vacations and cars in, in previous years. Here's the thing. Everybody on her staff, everybody makes the same amount of money, herself included. And they're making thousands and they don't work as hard as everybody thinks they do. They do their job the way they need to. She, she works out part-time workers and everything to, to get the wage that they should get for, you know, the work, you know, the amount of work, whatever. But Every guy, everybody gets paid the same wage. Everybody gets paid the same dividends. Everybody can, I, I think she said that they make, uh, I want to, I want to say there's a seven and a five in that number that they, that they bring home ever. So I don't, I don't know how many digits we're talking, but I definitely know that there's a seven and a five in that number. And, uh, I would have to look her up to, to tell you for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, but she talked, I see her on there talking about this and I was like, man, it is so simple, but people are so fucking greedy. Mm -hmm. it, you said it yourself earlier. They know it's not like we have to teach them empathy or figure it out. Like they know that they're hurting people. It just doesn't bother them, which is why I have like, I'm not holding back. Lizard like, people. I'm not holding back the same way. Exactly. Like you want to play this way we can play and I'm going to play with the best way that I know how. Um, and, um, again, I just want cannabis workers to know their value and it just comes down to don't fucking let anybody tell you who you are, what you're worth, uh, what you can do, your skill set, your education, like you guys are it and they need you more than you need them. Um, if somebody so is <laughs> interested in joining your cause or helping form a union for themselves, uh, and would like to be pointed in the right direction um, for that type of education, where can they find you? Um, well, I can be found on uh, all of the, um, I was going to say all of the youth platforms, but Instagram and TikTok, but really predominantly Instagram and Facebook. And um, I post not just uh, education about unions, so like just to get the 101 because I had to get that education first before I could really feel committed. Yeah. Uh, but UFCW or um, it's um, UFCW.org. You can get Cannabis 101 information. Um, first and foremost, talk to your coworkers. If you're interested in wanting to organize or even just get more information, you can reach out. But then also get with your coworkers and uh, find out where they're at, too, because it works a lot better when it's a collective effort. Yeah. And I know it 
at root yeah we even had a group text where we were just like always uplifting each other because i mean we weren't getting compassionate from the company and so we found out we had to bond and that's how we had solidarity so um, um but yeah so i can be found just even a google search but um and also feel free everyone to dm me i know it's like oh a platform like i won't you know you don't expect people to respond but i hope and i pray that i get um canvas workers to just be honest that i'm not going to dime anybody out i won't let anybody you know put your name public or anything but like just tell me the truth of what's really going on because that's that's the reason i'm doing this I right. think sometimes workers are too afraid to be honest about what's going on or they don't want to say where they work or whatever. And you don't have to do that. It's almost like I think about like I'm a therapist. Like I just want to help you through getting something better. And if it's not any of those things like pay and benefits and uh, PTO and say those are things that are not that important to you, maybe you want a full track career in cannabis. Like that, we need a corporate ladder for cannabis, not in that way, but basically a structure of like training and different levels where people can have a comfortable life, you know, livelihood in the cannabis community, not just have bud tender or manager as right. the titles. Like there's right. so many other levels and -levels. places people can, yeah, exactly, exactly. So many other levels. So yeah. We want to so, be up in those higher echelons. We don't want to, you know, as much as I love being on the floor. We, there's so much like, money. Why not? There's a, the human condition is to strive. This it's a human condition. It's to always strive to do better. It's to strive. Yeah. Once you once you've gotten past the necessity to strive to survive, which mm -hmm. I feel like that's the, that's the corporate oh model, God. right? I love that. They've got that. they've got they've got us in this like mental capacity that we're just trying to survive this world. Survival. Yep. But really, the human condition. Once all of your basic needs are met you're you're striving to do better you're striving to grow um we need to get out of that strive to survive mentality it's, it's the struggle it's a struggle mentality for sure yeah and it's scary mm -hmm. it's scary mm -hmm. it's scary because you got kids to feed and you got you got a house to maintain and you got you got mm -hmm. bills to pay it's it's scary right exactly exactly um, it's a it's so scary and again those conditions were created by design um and but know your I worth. Think, know your worth. Yeah, but know your worth. Um, and feel free to reach out to me um, because I, like I said, I just want to hear from you guys. And also just find out I have my own ideas of what's going on in the industry. I'm very, um, you know, I've got my ear to the floor, but um, let me know some other things because it's growing and changing every day, especially in Missouri. Um, and I just want people to be um, informed and know their rights and know their worth. Absolutely. And if you're doing this in another city and you want to connect with Joe, absolutely. You can reach out to us. Yes, definitely. Um, and we can connect you that way as well. Cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com. You can find us solo.to slash cannabiscloset420 for all of our links. Um, MJ, I don't know if you had a moment to get history together today, but that's okay if you didn't. Um, I wanted to um, uh, do our quick commercial break, but I have I have a list of 250 would you rathers um, loaded up so that we can do a would you rather for the show because these cards are starting to get stale for me. Right. Um, <laughs> I do have the um, the list pulled up and I can highlight a couple more people, of course. I mean, I guess we are at the end of the month, but um, yes. we'll make sure that the list is on our Facebook page. But uh you know, today, though, um, we've got Peter Tatchell. Um, Tatchell has been on the front line of the movement since the late 1960s and remains. Oh, sorry, this is our pride history moment, everyone. Um, this is uh, 
So June is uh, is Pride Month, and so we are highlighting uh, figures and uh, and those that have made a difference um, for the community. So uh, Peter Tatchell. Tatchell has been on the front line of the movement since late 1960s and remains a major player in the fight for human rights all over the world. He helped organize the first Pride March in Britain in 1972. Um, and his commitment to the cause is stronger than ever, as evidenced by his recent arrest, and this is uh, in, in Moscow during 2018 World Cup, over Russia's treatment of LGBTQ people. Oh, I mean, so, come on, guys. Russia, get with it. Um, stop, and stop, so, stop fighting people. Stop being in wars with people. That's Peter Tatchell. Uh, that, again, these are just snippets of uh, a couple sentences about uh, these historical figures. So please mm -hmm. uh, uh, find out more about them, Google them. Um, this is a, from the redbookmag.com um, article. There's a, is she in Russia? There's a basketball player in Russia right now. Am I correct about that? She's, um, she, she. Brittany Griner. Yes. She was arrested yeah, well, for possession of cannabis, correct? For vape cartridges, yeah. Oh it's my Jesus, y'all! A mystery, but it's not being reported on. She's a black woman. Sorry. No, it's fine. If she's a black no, woman, absolutely. If she was a white woman, we would be hearing much more about it. Oh, it would be like it would be like Elizabeth Smart, if you guys can remember her. Yes. Like, or really any white woman. Any think, white woman. You know, I was trying to come up with all the names, but yeah, it would be like the they president would be looking about for her. Too controversial. Oh yeah, 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 no. Are you? Of course not. They'd be like, "Who?" Highlight your correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, no facts, facts. That's one hundred percent what's happening. Russia is. Oh, I heard. She, I think she just got her first trial date. That's like the most update. I've also yeah. been trying to stay out of it because it's just a lot. But um, it's like the most uh, updated information for the last four months. I think she's been there like a year already. Yeah, yeah. Which is and yeah, there's crazy. very little. There's very little being reported. Very little. I'm like, I'm like, is she okay? Are they feeding her? She's, like she's... her, she has her girl, I think it's either her girlfriend or her wife back at home. Like I would be going insane. Oh my God. So I couldn't I imagine getting no information. I don't even know how I would handle that. Yeah, um, exactly. So uh, we know that, that there's probably some mistreatment happening there because they also don't agree with her having a wife um, and also the cannabis and the can so the cannabis not only is she a lesbian but she's also smoking the devil's lettuce so she's and she's a black woman so it's it's it's, it's a whole it's, yeah it's scary i just hope she comes back safe because yeah russia got worry some about that. fucked up mentalities for sure yeah. i mean I, I know she'll need therapy when she gets back that's for sure yeah uh but but as we agree uh, we all we all need therapy oh back, back. everybody yeah. everybody go to therapy even just every once in a while just go rage with somebody that well, is neutral what we're dealing with in this world like something has to be affecting you like so much is going on something's affected you and it you, you know it's just a good outlet to have so therapy is not in a way yeah like oh you need therapy it's like everyone needs to be able to just talk to someone that maybe is not their friend or somebody already knowing what's going on in their lives and they just right. need an objective point of view. Uh, uh, yeah, somebody who's not in their life. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, did, I yeah. really uh, when I when I uh, when I put out affirmations, sometimes I just uh, and manifestations. I sometimes I just try to manifest that um, you know those those big R Republican types that are like the mm -hmm. Patriot types. That, that they would like literally be able to like, oh, something clicks and they go to therapy and they're like, oh, oh my, 
why am mm-hmm. I so angry? <laughs> like, oh, of course, because it's projection. It's, it's about my, it, yeah. <laughs> it's total self hate. Um, and um, and I just I I hope that they find they find somebody that can fix their mind because they are. It's yeah, sad. <sighs> you know what? I'd be happy them just setting foot in the therapist's office. Let's just start. Yeah, like, the fact that it like getting people like that to even see that they more, are more than once you gotta you gotta keep going it's gotta be like one of those one of those uh one of those uh group therapy montages where they like yeah. go and then they don't talk and they don't talk and they don't talk and then one day they're like this is my story and they cry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like yeah they asked it would be you know it would be like like that that's what it would I'm be gonna... an awakening for them that's for yeah. sure and i think that's that's also a big part of if they have to accept that maybe a small part of their perspective is wrong, then what else is wrong? And I think people don't, it's a slippery slope after that. And then they're like, my reality is fucked. And people don't are like, I'll just, ignorance is bliss. You know, I understand that more as I get older. Like, I'm like, I get it now. (laughs) I get it. An element of cognitive dissonance there for sure. Like like, they're just like the reality and what's in their brain is just not matching. And if it, if they have to match it, their brain will explode. Um, Yeah. So you got to change their whole life. It'll switch it upside down. They ain't ready for it. Mm -mm. (laughs) Ready. So Um, did you have uh, one more you want to do or did you want, or how like, you tired? Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been tired all day. I did that six mile bike ride. I'm like, I'm tired. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> I thought so I worked I, out this morning. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. We Googled it after we got back and we're like, oh, <laughs> good for us. Um, <laughs> so we've got Tammy Baldwin. Um, Baldwin earned her place in history in 1998 uh, when she became the first openly gay person elected to Congress. Uh, she was also the first openly gay person in the Senate after her election in 2012. Um, she's been a crusader for LGBTQ rights as well as women's rights throughout her political career. So, Tony Baldwin. I love your dog right now. I know. Your dog, like, you know, like all like up in here, like he's not up. making it easy. No, I'm no, like, no, can I just have a cup? I wish yeah. you guys could see like how like I've just been over here just just trying to play with this toy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to mute, but lady lets us know when we're getting on time. Actually, she'll, she'll start oh, really? whining. Dogs soon. are smart as fuck, though. She'll start whining soon. Um, Dog, this, this show, as always, is brought to you by Queen Kitty Seltzer. You can find all of our social links solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer. Uh, Queen Kitty Seltzer put it uh what is it i'm sorry i lost my whole train of thought queen kitty <laughs> seltzer pop this kitty put it in your mouth that's what i was i was getting hey. ahead of myself uh, we, have, we have bubble gum we have lemon oh, kid, nice and we have plain as well um all oh, fantastic flavors uh-huh. This, my favorite thing about these drinks is uh well there's a lot of favorite things i have about these drinks first of all they're sugar-free uh, second mm. of all, they're super refreshing. So, you know, like a lot of like cannabis based drinks, hemp based drinks, they they're they're refreshing on the on the on the entry. Right. But if you wait a minute or a second or five seconds, you'll start feeling that like little like film on the back of your tongue. We guarantee yep. 
that you will not feel that with a Queen Kitty seltzer. No yak in the back at all. It is super, <laughs> super refreshing. You can drink it on its own or you can mix it in a mixer or make it with a float. It's so delicious. I love it so much. Ice um, cream floats, CBD floats. Uh, um, uh, put it in your smoothie to jazz it up. We <laughs> make it. it oh, I need to finish that sign for the, the Bobo tea uh, with CBD. Oh, um, yes, we have a vendor in Durango yeah. doing it with Bobo tea. Yeah, it's so exciting. The oh, many combinations that we're seeing people come up with. Uh, there's a cucumber mixed drink over at the Roost in Durango. Um, okay. uh, over at Magpies, she's making smoothies and Bobo tea. And nobody in Durango has that. Um, that and- is dope. Yeah, there's eight spots in Durango, a couple places out in the mountains by Vale, and also um, the Eurocart is carrying us in Telluride, which reminds me, I need to call him and see if he needs to re-up. <laughs> mm, that's uh, awesome. Those sound really good, though. I love they're seltzers, so delicious. Especially CBD ten, seltzers. 10 milligrams mm-hmm. of tested CBD, so it's mm-hmm. very good. It's very clean. No yep. sugar added. There's no vegans in this at all. There's like oh. zero vegans. No vegans. The other favorite thing that I have about this is that we designed this can so that there's a little piece of education on every can about cannabis, the endocannabinoid system, how terpenes work, and cannabinoids, etc. So, uh, yeah, look for it uh, in your neck of the woods. We are working on distribution to other states outside of Colorado. Um, holler at the Mighty Kind, Mighty Kind uh, in Missouri. Uh, is our parent company and we love them so much i was just gonna ask yeah i'm definitely gonna reach out to them yes the mighty kind we we love them uh queen kitty seltzer comes in uh just plain uh also bubblegum and lemon kiss and we are looking to expand um probably next year so look out for new flavors we're already having the discussions um i love all the side projects Ah, just is so much fun. fun. You know, multiple, yeah. multiple creative shit. From, yeah, revenue. We have to. We have to. No, also, that's, that's if, if you guys love King Palms the way I love King Palms, check mm-hmm. that code scrolling across the bottom, kingpalm.com. You can get 15% off using our code KPTCCP May 15th. No, I haven't changed it. I'm not going to change it until it expires, which it never does, or until, until 100 people use it. And uh, then I'll change it. We'll we'll have a party that a hundred people bought King Kongs for me. We'll bring you on so your dog can squeak for us because that would be (laughs) good. He just wanted so badly to be a part of this. He was quiet before we started. Yeah, always center of attention. Um, So okay, Uh here's the Would You Rather. It's actually a fun one for today. I love this one because I don't even know the answer. I don't know the answer to this question, so I'm gonna have to. Because I feel like, mm, okay. Uh, so, would you rather, it says be forced, but come on. Uh, would you rather be forced to sing along to every single song you hear or to dance along to every single song you hear? Uh, that might be an easy one for me because I already sing to every song. <laughs> There's a this song is why in it's hard. at all times. <laughs> this is why it's hard for me. Ah, because I also Good sing order. to every song, but then I oh, also okay. dance to every song, too. I'll just be walking around the house oh, dancing no, to, the, to the You know, whatever. I thought about that. I'll sing to every I song. Do I don't know if everyone else wants to hear me sing every song. Oh, well. um, <laughs> I, 
I could also dance to every song too. So I'm not, again, I'm not afraid to dance. So I feel you on the dancing though. I feel like I, I thought about it for a second because I was like, well, I do dance a lot in my own house, but then I was like, I have to take that outside. What if I'm at the groceries? Like I was thinking realistically, like I'm getting groceries and I'm no, going on errands. People have seen me dance like, to the song on the- I fucking love that. I love that. that. <laughs> I'd be singing to the 80s songs in the grocery uh, store. Oh, I'm <laughs> always singing to them. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what who, do, uh, who does Jesse's Girl? Just be like in the- in Oh, the I mean, I know the song. But I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like I know. Rick Springfield? I have Rick, Springfield? <laughs> Rick Springfield? Somebody tell me. He sings Jesse's Girl, Care. Is it Rick Springfield? Jesse's Girl. So we got. I have nothing uh, to contribute to that. Um, Lil, no idea. Like, Lil Bobby, like a one-hit wonder. Lil Bobby Customs says sing, and next says dance. Okay, hey. would you sing every song? Uh, would you rather be forced to sing every song that you hear or dance to every song that you hear? Yeah, I know. Um, she says sing. Rick Springfield. Yes, is, I was uh, right. What? Hey, me knowing my white eighties <laughs> artists. That was a one-hit wonder for sure. I almost said t- Tommy to Tone, but that's that eight six seven five. Is that oh, the same I song? Even, I see. I didn't even know, you know that. What I'm yeah, yeah we am know. I making yeah. up a song? Seven five three zero nine. That one. That one. I'm like Tommy something. That's all I got. I could see where next would say dance over because next is super quiet. <clears throat> Next, he'll be in a room with us for hours and not say a fucking word, but every once in a while, he'll laugh at us because we're hilarious. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he'll be like, you know, of course, he'll answer questions or whatever, but like sometimes he'll put his two cents in, but usually Mm -hmm. he's just chilling back watching our shenanigans. I love um, that. You gotta have a fan. Yeah, I mean, we love Next. Uh, he's He's a friend and a fan um and we and we love him for it um yeah like fan of everything that we do honestly like he's like the mo- one of the most supportive people i so i mean all of our friends honestly i don't want to count any of y'all out y'all are awesome i know we've got some pretty uh steady <laughs> but literally, uh, steady but, literally but literally there have been days like literally there have been days where where next has sat in discord with us for hours listening <laughs> just hanging out like yeah just for hours and just you know when we ask him a question or his opinion or something he would give us his opinion yeah he's just there hanging so out with us. we love That's next um like i said you gotta have your supporters you gotta have your people in your corner yeah no absolutely and they all are alone. like these are these are the individuals we see in the comments we see them every week and we love and we love you guys for it we love you we love this i mean they squad. keep they probably keep you doing it. I mean, like every week, every single time, because I'm I know that, that's what keeps me going is like when workers are like, oh, I loved what you posted or I saw, saw that you were in uh, Reverend Times or you were in the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch and I love your story. And it's like, okay, this is why I'm doing it. Yeah. Like, it's just a nice reminder that people um, are being, are actually are, they're, they're rooting for you. And then that, yeah, yeah that they're going to benefit exactly. from it. And that's the thing is we always want to put out the education. We want to give people a space where they know that they can be safe with people that they know they would be safe around. Exactly. If we were in the same room, you know, we would defend you with all of our body and soul. And I want you exactly. to feel that when you come to our platform. And I got to say that as, as much as it is our absolute goal to increase our um, viewership and our numbers and also get some sponsorship on here that would pay some bills. We, we really do want those things. Also, 
there's a piece of me that just loves this like intimacy with there's there there are those of you who are always here always commenting and always contributing to the conversation and we love you for that and and we are definitely when we do blow up when we do that one viral video that gets everybody started come in here i promise you that this that we will not lose you in the crowd we will do everything in our power to make sure that uh we uh keep you in the conversation because you guys are the ogs you guys are are the beginning of what we hope is going to be something bigger and we love you for it so and and i i would love to sing and dance uh maybe i don't know about forcefully sing because like honestly if i have to sing anything by mariah carey i might unalive myself i'm not even Maybe I'm a little bit, sorry, trigger warning. It was a little bit of a joke. Not a good one, but. Um, Wait, I, I can tell if you're for Mariah Carey or against Mariah Carey. I am not a fan. <laughs> I am not a fan of Mariah uh, Carey. Let me tell you when I stopped. I can't help it. I got to sing those songs, man. No, I can't. I don't even, I can't. I got to change the station. Really like Listen, if that song comes on my radio station, <laughs> and by the way, somebody else sang that song and I don't know who it was, but can we not just make that one popular instead? I just, <laughs> the song is a great right. song, you know, blah. Okay, great. I, you know, well, he can love her, but she's ignorant as fuck is what I'm saying. One True. time. Okay. Listen, this is before people canceled other people. Okay. But one time when I was a young person and I am younger than Mariah Carey by probably about at least five years. Okay. So one time when I was a young person and she was maybe a young adult, and I know we say some stupid shit when we're young adults, but I was like a teenager, like a young teenager. uh, When I remember this human being coming on to like one of those MTV shows and saying some shit like, I wish I could be skinny like the kids in Africa. I lost my whole mind, okay? Because she did say that. I don't feel like this is a Mandela effect thing. I definitely remember it. I remember the day I started disliking her. I remember the day I started disliking her. And that was it. Because I was like, I feel like there was also a crisis happening. Uh, You know, in the 80s and 90s, there were some very... Um, nationally publicized crises happening in those regions. And um, so I feel like there were things in the news about like um, the, the, you know, not enough, not enough food uh, or water resource, etc. cetera. Um, and then I saw this ignorant ass girl on on a fucking mtv or something like that say some shit like that and i was like i can't (laughs) and ever since then i really hope i'm judging her on a real event honestly somebody should probably fucking fact check me no 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 you're right i am right okay because of my dog but you're right you're right she also is uh has a black father white mother she doesn't doesn't identify with her black side that's the other thing i wanted to add so you're right (laughs) 
you didn't mean to add anything, but you know. I just and then <laughs> but then but then but then she, you know, I don't anyways, I, I'm not gonna yep. I'm not gonna I know, talk. I feel I'm you. not gonna speak on you. Nick Cannon, who is who is still oh, that's another show. <laughs> that's another show. He just had another child. That's I cannot he just got someone pregnant. She's pregnant again, the same woman that just no. gave birth like two months ago. Excuse like me, how? Put it the fuck <laughs> away. This literally one, put it no. away this like we don't need no, our I, he needs to be you know the were invented for that but he's actually made commentary that this is his goal this is his oh, goal yeah. he he doesn't shy away and, are, it, yeah. and you know what and those this is the, the women are are okay i wonder how i wonder I mean, I know he's got like things going on right now. So he's right now has a steady revenue stream. I wonder how many kids he has to have to put him into like a working class situation. Because of how much money he has to pay. (laughs) Take care of everything. Income. I wonder how many kids he can afford like literally to take care of. (laughs) I don't. Anyways, but uh, yeah, so I can't with Mariah Carey because she is, um, she's a little crackish and I can't with that kind of ignorance. Like that's like, if I knew as a, as a young white girl that this was an ignorant thing to say, to say, then you should know as an older, I guess, a white identifying girl. Uh, well, cause she passes. So, and she's yeah, she does pass. Life, so she so definitely she's... gets the privilege. Um, I, anyways so no i if i had to so if i had to sing and or dance to uh mariah carey songs i might break my own legs i don't i don't know i, just, <laughs> I, I get it i get it it's a love or hate situation i think it's like you love her music and you fucking can't stand it what's another so. person what's another person we could we could put up there with that with that level of of like uh split mm. audience like love or hate i feel like i, I want to f- say tiger woods i feel I like oh, i was thinking of like a musical okay but I would you ra- would you rather <laughs> would you rather her and hate bieber so i'm like i that's okay. like, oh god and like and bieber. is that They're so gross him? would you rather have to sing and dance to every mariah carey song or have to sing and dance to every Justin Bieber song that you ever hear. Mariah Carey, hands down. Mariah Carey, yeah. I do like Justin Bieber. Like, I like his some of his music. I'm not gonna lie, because I'm, I'm a Pisces. I'm a Pisces. Oh yeah, like his Purpose album. I'm here for that. Like that was actually pretty good. Oh my god, when's your birthday? wait? What's yours? No, you. you when's your birthday? <laughs> March 9th. Uh, mine's March. What's 12th. Yours? <laughs> ah, hey. I was like, she's definitely a water sign this whole time. I've been sitting oh, here yeah. like, this girl's a water Fact. sign. Like, well, I got stand- an Aries moon too, so it's a lot. Standing up, <laughs> standing up for others, uh, yep. flow- flowing with the situation, being yep. very. L- listen, you guys, pi- the Fact. the the Pisces is all twelve of the zodiacs in Dang. a. In especially a female Pisces, forget about it. And we're magic, so be very, very Facts. careful. Facts. Very, very careful. Don't fall. We get a lot up. of hate. We get a lot of hate, but I just think any. Yeah, it's the one thing people... I'm gonna say about the sign is that 
every zodiac sign has its worst situation or whatever, right? But I feel like it's because it's the unhealed part. Like I know yeah. what I was like ten years ago, and I I was a true Pisces, like in my feelings at all times. But I, I was a problem. Yeah, <laughs> like, wait, wait till you're perimenopausal. It's uh, oh Jesus. Um, but but <laughs> I also, also feel like, <laughs> I feel like they hate us. I feel like they hate us because they ain't us. But I also feel like uh uh. <laughs> Like you, you don't, you're mad because you tasted that magic and you, and you don't know what to do with it. That's not my fault. That's your right. fault. Like I didn't, right. I'm, I can't help who I am. Like you gotta be, you gotta be more strong minded and strong willed is what I'm saying. Just well, it's because we've, and I said that before, that was the last thing I'm going to say, but legitimately, this is the last thing I'll say about astrology is that like we Pisces is like we've lived a thousand lives like I say that all the time and I only say that because other Pisces have said the same thing but it's like we've gathered the wisdom since the beginning of time yeah. that's how I, I feel a thousand years old personally There's, I don't know I if that's feel, weird but that's how yeah, I feel my personally. body does for sure um, <laughs> uh, we've, we've seen it all already I was talking know? to uh, our friend Kelsey the other day or a couple weeks ago actually and she's like hey what's your life number? And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? And she was like, what's your life? Like how many lives have you lived? And I go before she looked it up and I, I never, I've never had anybody ask me this. And I go, I don't know, three. And then she looks it up. You look it up by your date of birth. She okay. looks it up and it's three. This is a recurring number in my life though. Three is everywhere in my life. I'm a March 12th Pisces. That's three, one, two. That's two, three. That makes sense. Right. Fucking, uh, fucking, uh, also my moon is in Sagittarius, which is, Mm -hmm. uh, the 12th month one, two, my numbers that come Uh up all the time are two, three, one comes up all the time. One, two, three, three, two, one. Um, so I get lots of threes. And so the three, it it came up as three. And mm-hmm. it also said, it also was like, uh, you are here. The, this life is communication. You're here to communicate. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh my, as we're on this podcast right now. <laughs> wow. That's my whole life. Though. I've gotten in trouble for, for talking. I've gotten in trouble for talking my whole life in the Navy. I got in so much trouble, uh, for, for, for talking for, for like standing at like one time they was going to make us work Christmas for no fucking reason. And I was like, why we got to work Chris? I was getting the day off by the way. Right. I had well, already no. put in for leave and I was like, wait, hold on. Why, why are this. we doing, why are we doing this? Why are we Fight doing other people? Yeah. And they, they threatened to take my shit away. And I was like, take it. If they got to work, I guess I got to work too. Like, I, mm-hmm. what are you talking yep. about? When I was in the Navy, that. when I was in the That's reserves, uh, they tried to tell me that I had to get uh, OC sprayed again. And I was like, no, I've already been level one sprayed. I'm a level two. And they were like, you did that at your last command. You have to do it at this command. And I was like, that's not what it says. And I'm not doing it. And they were like, well, then you're going to have to transfer to another rate. And I was like, bring me the paperwork and tell me who I need to talk to. <laughs> Let me tell Bye. you how five other people were just about to go get level one sprayed when they didn't even need to do it. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, we're yeah. le- like, we literally got this in our record. You don't have to do it command to command. Like, it's just not, it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, anyways. No, so, I love yeah. that. I love that. That's a hundred percent Pisces energy. It's just like, oh, this looks weird. I'm going to call it out. And then you got the help of the Sagittarius moon. I have an Aries moon. So the fire is like, now we're loud about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no facts. I feel you. I feel you. So I said sprayed. Yeah. So I'm- 
Uh, I'm going to look up my life number now. Now I'm scared because yeah, I have I'll, numbers that I'll, follow I'll me too. I'm big you, into that. I'll send you the yeah. link that you sent me. Yeah. I'll send I'll send it to you an email. Um, and and um, I don't know if you've looked yours up, uh, MJ, uh, but it's interesting because she was talking to uh, mm-hmm. one of her male friends and he like <laughs> was like, I feel like I'm an old soul. And then she like looked his stuff up and he's like, one. <laughs> <laughs> And, and all well. of the, and all of the girls are like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, so uh, so uh, sprayed. I uh, so in the in certain not in all regions where you work. Uh, I I couldn't get it done until I was back in the United States. Couldn't get it done. Get it? Oh uh, yay! Um, but because I was in Greece and it's illegal in Greece. Uh, but it's uh, it's OC spray. It's basically like like uh, pepper spray on steroids <clears throat> is what it is. And uh, the Marines got it worse because they do a foam situation. No, oh, thank you. God. Uh, no, so, so they, so, so what happens is level one, level one is they stand, they stand a distance apart. Cause you can't be in somebody's face with it. You can like literally the, the beam is like, it's tiny. So you have to be away so it disperses out. Otherwise, you could lose a fucking whole eyeball. You can't wear contacts if you ever, if you ever spray anybody as a uh, Ellie as a law enforcement officer. I was in, by the way, don't judge me. I was in law enforcement in the Navy. But anyways, if you ever, um, if you ever spray somebody, you are responsible for their health and well being. So like if they got contacts in, you got to get them medical attention immediately, etc. Because this shit can burn your shit out. Um, so they, so for the OC spray, they, you, they stand a distance back from you and then they, they spray a Z across your forehead and your eyes. Just, oh my God. And then they send you through an obstacle course where, uh, where you have, you can judge me. I don't even know you. I don't give a fuck if you judge me, honestly, (laughs) person in the comments that doesn't know me. Um, but, um, but yeah, then you got to go through an obstacle course where you got to like beat the shit out of people who are attacking you, basically. So the premise is, I always thought this is bullshit because they never tried to shoot me. So thank thank you. Uh, but the premise is that if you have to spray somebody with OC, there's a chance that you're either in, uh, that you're either in a small space uh when that happens hopefully not or there's like a backdraft and it could get like you could get some of it and you have to be able to defend yourself in a situation i'm gonna make another point because i just i'm gonna make a point about police officers in a minute but you have to be able to defend yourself in a situation if you get blowback and the suspect comes back at you because also oc spray doesn't work on anybody that's like on pcp or anything like that so um So the point I'm about to make about police is this, uh, we, even as military police, when I joined the Navy, it was before it was mostly force protection, which is like international shit and protecting us from terrorists. But when I joined, we were, and and they still do it on bases and stuff, but we have to go to like domestic violence calls and things like that, you know? And so what I'm saying is, um, the police are, um, we're, we're wrapping, we're wrapping up, um, just give me two seconds, but the police are trained, uh, to, to handle, uh, situations that are going to get out of hand. 
they're not trained to handle a situation that it doesn't involve violence. They're, they're prepared to handle violence at all times, which is why, you know, they're so problematic in the United States, but that's the last point I'm gonna make on that. I know you got to go. We've, we've been over two hours. This has been, I such can't believe it. I was like, I can't remember. We usually <laughs> don't even go over two hours. So thank you for sticking in with us. Everybody in the comment section. Thank you for sticking in with us, Joe. We really appreciate it. We want to have you back so yeah. bad because this was so great. I think maybe even if you could stand to be a regular, we could, we could definitely do this. Oh, um, from time to time, get updates on what you're doing with the union mm-hmm. stuff and also what's yeah. going on in Missouri. Great. Um, I would so, love that for sure. I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it like a little corner with you and then we'll plan, uh, yeah. you know, every once in a while you come back and you banter with us because our audience loves you too. You're absolutely amazing. Yeah, what's up, you're great. Thank well, you pre- so much. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. Honestly, I'm just happy to have the platform here. You guys being able to meet you and I, I knew because you're in a cannabis community, you'd be cool as fuck. But now meeting you, I'm like, all right. We can definitely do uh, this as a regular thing. So, yes, absolutely. Um, you guys heard it here yeah, first. Thanks, everybody, for also tuning in today. Uh, be nice to yourselves, everybody. Make sure that you put your mask yes. on before assisting others. Yes. That is it. That's yes. it. Know your worth. Cultivate love. Uh, bring it to you. You deserve it. As always, stay 100%. lifted. Stay lifted. We'll see you on Monday. We're, we might be together on Monday at a, at a pop-up or something. <laughs> We are oh, not shit. celebrating the 4th of July, though. I promise oh. you that. Mm-mm. We're nope. celebrating Queen Kitty Seltzer. Yes, we are. Hey. Love y'all. See y'all on Monday, 420, Mouse Standard Time. Bye.